hey, Kev. Yeah, get over here. Uh, oh, hey, welcome hey. to Best Song Ever. What's uh, up? Yeah. Hey, just put this on. Uh, let me zip you up. I'm uh, your host, Luke LeBen. I'm here uh, getting Kevin Connor already. Let me put this on your head. That's good. All right. Luke, Luke what am I doing? Um, sign here. Gonna need initial there. Uh, date? Yes. Yes, please. Uh, I'd love one. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> I was confused. Um, yeah, it's a. Oh, you can. Well, you. I'm gonna have you put it back down, but you can lift that shield, your face shield, right now. <sighs> so okay. I've got Kevin in this like beekeeper suit. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I'm confused I, about it. Well, I. You know, this is my birthday party. I know you may not have been ex- expecting all this hubbub for my birthday. Uh, but here's the situation. Uh, oh, hello. Nice to meet you. Oh, yeah. I got the situation to play with. Jersey Shore is the situation. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, see you, dude. All right. Yeah, I got the situation to come. Uh, this is what I'm calling my B-Day party because we got bees dude we got bees Uh, we got bees uh no it's not a good thing so yesterday uh i'll explain yesterday i was we got these carpenter bees on our front porch you know this is my first summer as a homeowner and these ding dang bees keep flying around and have you ever seen these they're like bumblebees but they're yeah they're they're like big, big but they sting and uh so this one keeps hovering around our porch. So I go last night, I take the bee killer spray and you know, I had like my makeshift beekeeping suit. Now I've got the Yeah, nothing compared to what party. you're putting me into. Right. No, this was just like my hoodie and gloves and a mask and I spray all around outside uh front deck and back deck and I'm like, "Oh, good. No bees are coming on my deck." Then I come down inside my house, make dinner, uh, go, and I come down to my basement, and I see my cat staring up at the light. I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's a damn wasp. Uh, Was flying inside in my house where my kittens sleep. Uh, So you got got bees and wasps. I got bees and wasps. All right, I'm going to put this back on because I'm really Yeah, you're going to want to. Well, just you, try and project, because we're going to need you uh, speaking for the podcast. Um, here, I'll just but... stick my mouth out of it. Yeah, there you go. Okay. That's perfect. Uh, so, yes, some wasps could possibly sting your lips, but that's okay. It'll just make them look juicy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so we got... Uh, so I figured I'd turn my party into a B-Day. Uh, got the situation to come, dressed in a little bee suit with a stinger on his butt you know uh and i got uh the uh the world's top beekeeper stinger mccrunk you got mccrunk oh he got mccrunk it's me i'm hey don't you worry i'll be i'll be watching for any uh sting stinger laden insects coming your way and i will uh swat them down oh god luke Who's that over there? Oh no. Is that Is that the lead singer of the police? Oh. Oh no, it's Sting. Get him! Get him, McCrunk! Get him, McCrunk! Oi! Oi, get over here, Gordon Sumner. Alright, they're, okay, they're wrestling well, each other. McCrunk has Sting hogtied, so I think we're good. Um Not the first time Sting has been hogtied, I bet. No, with his tantric proclivities, you know. You know he gets up to some of that bondage. All right. Um, But B-Day parties aside, this is beast song ever. Uh, Best song ever. We're going to play some fantastic new music for you. uh, And we're going to try not to get stung while doing it. Do you want to start us off this time, Kev? Yeah, I got a good one. Uh, Give it to me. You know, one duo pairing with another. We've never heard that before on uh, on this exact podcast last week at all. A duo duet? A, a du- duet? 
a duo duo. Whoa. Uh, but today I've got two duos pairing up for my first song. Brooklyn's, Brooklyn's Overcoats, colloquially known as simply Hannah and JJ, has recruited friend of the pod tennis to put out oh. the first single off their upcoming EP, The Hardest Part. Uh, this song is really cool. It isn't the uh, only contributor to the project. Used to be Scared of the Dark, because that's coming up soon and will feature another friend of the pod, Middle Kids, as well as Lawrence oh. Rothman and local natives Ryan Hahn. Ooh, that's cool. You know, traditionally on the court, as I like to say, uh, overcoats and tennis don't usually mix. You're going to want to have a little more free-flowing movement. It gets sweaty under the overcoat. But in this case, when they're bands, I'm all for it. You'll I love, love both these it. bands. Yeah. Uh, discussing the songwriting process, Hannah had this to say. All of these songs were made remotely, which is a really wild experience. It required a lot of trust in ourselves and in our collaborators. We have loved all these artists for so long, we knew the intersection between their sound and ours would be cool no matter what. Uh, this new song, The Hardest Part, is definitely an evolution of the Overcoat style. It's got compressed acoustic guitar layers and sunny keys and twang-tinged melodies aided by Elena of Tennis's airy vocals. I played Overcoat's a few years ago on the podcast, so I'm interested to hear this growth. It's a uh, peaceful cinematic ode to self-forgiveness. Nice. Well, let's go ahead and give it a listen. Here's Overcoats featuring Tennis with the hardest part.
I'll give that a lordy, lordy, berry, gordy. Two great duos coming together in a beautiful duo collaboration in a two-o duo. And uh, definitely some growth for overcoats, more like overgrowth. Um, Whoa. More like Grover coats. Whoa. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I was like, this sounds like Whitney or Bonnie Dune or something that had that sort of like sunny, jangly, that sort of like distorted guitar with those chill acoustic layers going on. And then it sort of shifted halfway through. I was like, okay, this is sort of picking up now. I really liked that mm-hmm. sort of like repeated part at the end. Uh, yeah, that was really beautiful. Loved it. Loved Takes you on a bit of a journey. Yeah, for sure. Well, that was Overcoats featuring Tennis with the hardest part off of Used to Be Scared of the Dark out June 4th on Lorna Vista. Yeah, I used to be scared of the dark. You know what happened? I never stopped. Now you're scared of bees too. Yeah. I was always scared of those too. Um speaking of which, uh we may have had a little hive flare up. Nothing to worry about. Not just you just stay listening to these tunes. I'll just uh yeah, Stinger, you got it? Okay. Please. Um we're just gonna keep partying. It's good. <laughs> yeah, we'll listen to another song. It's all good. Yeah. Um and, uh, you know, what? when you're trying to avoid being stung by a dangerous insect, you know what you want? Some incredible anthemic rock. And that's what I've got for you here. Yeah. Uh, bees hate rock. Yeah. Yes. That's, uh, I sprayed some peppermint oil on you uh, before because that's going to repel the wasp. But uh, Can't smell it. Some anthemic rock is uh gonna do it even further and this band just released their amazing album the million masks of god this is of course manchester orchestra hell yeah i first heard these guys when they uh released their last album of black mile to the surface but they've been around for a while before that that surprises me i feel like they've been uh bubbling around the surface for quite a bit yeah, when I was researching them, some some stuff on them, I saw an article that was like, hot new band, Manchester Orchestra, and it was from 2009. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I got on a little late. But that album was great. I love uh, The Alien. That song is so beautiful. And uh, Andy Hole and Robert McDowell, who are the core creative duo at the center of this band. Uh, not a true duo, though. Oh. Not a trio duo, but they uh, appeared on my favorite podcast, Comedy Bang Bang, and I related to these guys because they were talking about their Christian upbringing, similar situation to uh, me, and they mentioned the OC Supertones, which is one of those Christian ska bands that I was telling you guys about last week, which my dad still has an OC Supertones-like hat like one of those like sort of stocking caps uh in the closet at their house and i'm like busted out occasionally like, oh, oh see, super yeah dunce, baby um but yeah so i uh definitely related to their background there and you know i used to play worship music for the youth group on some sundays and uh yeah and one time i got called up to the big show the main church band for the Ooh. main service. Yeah, I played Big bass. Break. I filled in playing bass, yep. And uh, we had the in-ear monitors and everything. I actually barely even remember the actual performance, uh, but I remember it was quite a production with the rehearsal. But uh, something that is that I feel like they always do in these contemporary Christian music when I was growing up, it always would have this like big emotional crescendo because uh, you want people to have an emotional response and give their life to Christ. They carried that over into this secular Satan music. Um, no, it's not really. But um, we'll hear some of those emotional anthemic crescendos on this song. Uh, bedhead and 
I hadn't listened to the album, and I listened to Comedy Bang Bang, and they were on, and they did a beautiful acoustic version of this song with just, like, guitar and piano, and I thought it was going to be, like, kind of a quieter moment on the album, and, oh boy, was I wrong, because this one rocks to the rafters, baby. They performed this song on Colbert, and they did it at Asheville, North Carolina's Echo Mountain Recording Studios, and it's it, we've talked about the at-home performances before. Yeah. And the, to be fair, this isn't at home. Uh, it's in a recording studio, but it was super cool. It looks like a church. It's like stained glass and like dark wood. It's beautiful. And uh, it's a perfect setting for some epic belting that we're going to hear on this song. So get yourself some dry shampoo, plug in the blow dryer, Let's take a listen to Manchester Orchestra with Bedhead. i 
You know I gotta give that a hot diggity dog. I know it, and I love it. It's such a cool kind of sound from them, where it's this, like, bit crunched percussive sound to start the track that kind of is a hangover from the previous song. And that stays for so long, but, like, in the middle of the song, it finally like fades out and you've got this like big kind of angelic chorus of just like i you know just like pure vocal instrumentation and then it kind of returns right at the very end so it it definitely evolves as the song goes through and i can i I could see the the church influences in that like i could i could see that sure yeah, I love this sort of like suspended animation of when he says the ghost, like and belts out the ghost, and then it like pauses and then da 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 thrash, then you thrash, and uh, just like we always love to do in church to that contemporary worship music, just thrash, love to thrash, um, yeah. Um, but uh, what was I gonna say? <laughs> It was something you said. Yeah, but that sort of like nine inch nailsy, like that's sort of mm-hmm. what it reminds me of that part. But then, yeah, like I love the sort of like subtle piano going on throughout and that weird synth line that kicks in. And I highly recommend if you enjoy that song, go listen to the Comedy Bang Bang 12th anniversary episode because. I I want like uh, I want them to release that version of it because the acoustic version I'm sure they'll do an acoustic performance at some point, but the acoustic version is just so beautiful and just that synth line is just played on piano and I just loved hearing Ooh, that because it's yeah. just such a beautiful part. But uh, I uh, they created this uh, album with the intention of creating tightly woven movie albums designed to be listened to in a sequence and in a single sitting. So like a whole collective narrative basically mm-hmm. within the album. And it says the album explores the loose story of a man's encounter with the angel of death as he's shown various scenes from his life in a snapshot style assemblage kind of Scrooge with the ghosts of Christmas uh, future and present and whatever. But uh, I like this idea of, like, the million masks of God being, like, I thought of it as, like, people you encounter throughout life in these mm-hmm. scenes of, like, sort of, like, God speaking to you in that way, even though I'm not religious. Just that idea, I feel like, is interesting to me. And uh, on a significantly less important note, Ebenezer Scrooge, one of the famed halfers of Bedhead. Yes. Oh, Terrible. I mean, yeah. oh. it's those it's those little weird caps with the ball on the end. They were hell on a, on an old man's hair. Yeah, I didn't expect this album to rock as hard as it does. I didn't expect this song to rock this hard, and they bring it and they deliver. And this is a really great album. I uh, I was a little late getting on board, but uh, once I started listening, I was hooked. And you know the song that comes after this song, which is really good, but you know what it's called? Your Girlfriend and My Cat's Name, yes, Annie. Yes, it is. I uh, I was playing this album the weekend it came out, and she was sitting next to me, and I saw that that was a song, and I was just like, you know, sometimes I just don't get like the influence behind songs behind song titles. Like, what the hell is this supposed to mean? And she like looked at the screen, and then was like, ah. Oh. Like, I, I, I got her. You got her. I got her. Uh, I think that's my favorite song on the album, too, Annie. So tell her she's got that going for her. I will. I'll, I'll burst in the other room and tell her right now. I'm sure she'll love that. So that was Manchester Orchestra with Bedhead from The Million Masks of God out now on Loma Vista Recordings. A million masks. What is God, Majora? <laughs> I'm back. She uh, she's curious why I had a beekeeping uh, costume on, but you know, yeah. But you told her the thing I said about the bee day my thing, yeah. Song, and it's named after her. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. She was more concerned with the bees, but she'll be fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Luke, today collaboration's the name of the game. 
Hell yeah. And uh, I've got a track from two collaborators who were jazzed to work together. We are going to hear a track today from South London's Max Pope that was produced by Tom Mish and written 50-50 between the two. Pope and Mish? Yes, Pope and Together at last? This is a groovy, jazzy, funky, fresh tune that shows both musicians' strengths, something Max Pope spoke about in this quote. Working with Tom really helped me find my voice. I've always been the guy sitting there with a guitar, and I can't think unless I've got one in my hand. Chord arrangements is usually a big part of what I do, but with Tom, I hardly touched the guitar because I'm so inspired by the way he plays. I just focused on building a narrative and forming the song, which is my favorite part of the writing process. Cool. And in response, Tom Mish had this to say. Oh, what did Mish say? Working on Automatic with Max is a lot of fun. I enjoyed producing for other people sometimes, and I think Max has a very unique voice and style. We found some common ground influence-wise, and we channeled some of this into that track. It's also good to hear Max singing in that lower register, because it sounds great. Very excited. They both went on in several other quotes to explain how much they enjoyed uh, working together, and I think that the fruits of their labor is a really good song. I have not been able to stop listening to it. It's been in my kind of constant daily rotation playlist. Uh, so I won't let us a... taste of their fruits. Yes, let's do it. Let's listen to Automatic from Max Pope and Tom Mish. Starring in the scene, playing the lead in the movie of me, doing everything we agreed. But still, I can't speak. Could be on a magazine, I thought that I could keep. I liked that. That was a fun, bouncy, catchy, sort of funky, spacey song. Mission Pope. Pope and Mish. Mission Pope. Um, Pope and Mish. Uh, wonderful duo. I did enjoy him singing in that lower register. That is uh, true what Mish said. And then going higher. I liked the heightening there. Also, I think there's a little... Uh, 
thematic crossover in the lyrics when they were saying don't panic because he's like i need a guitar in my hand i'm panicking because i don't have a guitar in my hand and then they're like it's automatic you're gonna find your voice you're gonna you do what you do and he did yeah sometimes instinct is better than thought you just do you don't think totally especially with music and so i liked that chorus because that applies to so many things in life yeah it's been stuck in my head for like a week and a half now i've just been humming it just while i'm like cooking or or walking around just like "Mm -hmm." uh it's it's just yeah it's a delight it's a delightful ditty it's a delightful ditty you got to have a good cooking hum so i'm glad that this song is that for you very much so that was max pope with automatic out now courtesy of virgin music Speaking of a cooking hum, I don't know, can you hear that? There's a there's a hum of brewing, more of a buzz, just like a choir of buzzing. Uh it's coming from the other side of the room. I haven't really looked over there in a second, so I'm just gonna just gonna oh, do oh, old gaze don't. across the room. Don't do it. Let's take a look and Oh my god! Yeah, I noticed that a while ago, and uh, I didn't say anything because I didn't want to. Oh. I don't want to spook you. Yeah, they got Stinger. Yeah, they got McCrunk. McCrunk is dunk. McCrunk is gone. He got dunked on. <laughs> McCrunk is gunk because he's just a, a pile in the corner covered in honey, and um. Oh, man, I think uh, this party might be taking a turn. All the guests have gathered in here with us, and I I think you could describe what is a wall of bees is keeping us in here. So that's cool. That's cool. It, hey, I, you know, we're pivoting. We're rolling with the punches. So we're just going to hang out in here, party in this room. Yeah, this, this party's still cool. <laughs> I wouldn't give it an A. Uh, it's better than a C, though. Yeah. You'd give it a B. <laughs> Very good. Well, let's just move right along and uh, try and forget this dire situation we're in. Um, oh, here's something good. My next song comes from an incredible artist who just released an amazing acclaimed album. So let's talk about that now. Yeah. Um, this is the album for my mama and anyone who look like her from mckinley dixon have you heard this uh no good because i i purposely didn't tell you about it again when i know i've hooked a good in i'm like i can't tell kevin always, then I always get deceptive genuine reaction yep so uh i had heard his song make a poet black and uh that song is very beautifully done uh but it's a kind of dark and unsettling uh, song, and obviously it's dealing with heavy subjects. And uh, so I I heard it, and I was very impressed by his writing, and that put uh, McKinley Dixon on my radar. And then a couple Fridays ago, Brian sends me the song Swangin', and uh, that's the song I'm about to play, and I was like, okay, this is a side of McKinley I had not heard previously. And... You get a new side on every song, and it's you're really going to enjoy this uh, album a lot, I think, because there's some great horns, there's some great like jazzy instrumentation, um, and then just some really incredible rapping and just some amazing writing from McKinley Dixon. I'm a fan and, of all of those things. Uh, yeah, that's right up your alley. And... Uh, like the instrumental style will shift from like jazzy to funky to like I said, sort of ominous. And uh, not only are his lyrics beautifully written and deliver poetic and powerful reflections on the black experience, but uh, but he's always doing something to surprise you. And I feel like it's instrumental switch ups or messing with the meter in an interesting way or just cool like different production. And this album is the final chapter in a trilogy following his two self-released albums from 2018. And he said this about the album. Black people have an ability to talk about the concept of home, meaning communities, blocks, hoods, 
from a really thorough place because of those concepts connection to blackness that ability and sort of already internalized and in place language allows for the speaker rapper to exist in their current setting while also being able to reminisce dissect and discuss their past i am here now having learned what i have and because of that i am able to go back and figure out patterns and trajectories to see better how i've gotten to this point and to see what I can do differently for the community and people around me in the future to make where we're going together better. It's beautifully written, yeah, and well I think he does does exactly that on this album, and it's great that's coming from this place of looking back with the clarity and trying to see how to be better and make the world around you better. So let's take a listen to McKinley Dixon with swangin'. A nigga finna drop hits till a nigga drop dead. Doing my dance, pulling up my pants legs. My nigga's palm bitch, yeah, his family getting fed. Ask him what he thinking, and he said, Nigga, I'm swangin'. Slowly switching lanes, little nigga. Bangin'. Coming for your chain, little nigga. Sangin'. Really, that's all we know. The hard my grow, but shit, it's the cause we fold. We swangin'. What the fuck is bang, little nigga? Bangin'. Coming for your chain, little nigga. Sangin'. Really, that's all we know. The hard my Bro, but shit, it's the cause we fall. We got we the swingin'. willies with the swap into these young men, they are suits. Ay. They kill little homie, how the hell we gon' recoup? Ay. You hang with them mama, says get from under my roof. And this is that life when a nigga isn't hot pursuit. We, we swingin'. Wondering what this tune is gon' bloom. Got this ice up on my neck, so you know a nigga gon' croon. He's nappy as hell, so you could tell a nigga live it. Infatuated with what you got, how always gon' get it. Every rapper got baggage shock. You can catch static from a nigga comfortable mixing the hood with some magic. That's my energy. Even ops ain't the enemy Cause those niggas know the only foe is white supremacy Take shots gladly, let 12 pass We fighting all these forces, that's the reason mama had me Swingin', what the fuck is fame, little nigga? Bangin', coming for your chain, little nigga Bangin', really that's all we know The heart not grow, but shit, it's the cause we fall by Popping off in all directions, I'm trying to release aggression Stemming from this one question, how is my niggas gon' thrive? Know you went through the pain, so if you stood in the rain It really ain't so insane to be the coldest alive Redisperse what I find Shit, I might just do it And bring it back to the tribe Keep all the homies alive Run as hazardous Maneuvering this labyrinth Bigger than niggas imagined That rap could be my Lazarus Yeah, aim nigga Aim for the head Cause if his thoughts get out first Then you probably dead I said, aim nigga Aim nigga Aim for the head But if you ain't got that in You ain't for heart instead Playing with the strongest Even though they are still Shooting at me Cop nappy butters That's probably still gonna knock me Gladly Grandma passed down A hand to fight I'll be there in my life and if i see that nigga yeah it's on sight a nigga finna drop hits till a nigga drop dead doing my dance pulling up my pants legs my nigga's palm did she has family getting fed ask him what he thinking and he said nigga i'm swinging You were right. I like it. Gotta give it a hot diggity dog. Yes, sir. That's a that's a cool track. I want to hear more. Like I'm I'm gonna explore that album like the second we get off this call. Yeah. Uh, really. I mean, the lyricism was really really strong. The production was really cool. Like it yeah. was nice and funky. And there's that cool like thing going on, and that I yes really liked. And uh, it's awesome. I love it. I'm I'm mad you kept it from me until now, but I'm happy that you finally delivered it to me. <laughs> yes, and like we talked about, this is barely scratching the surface. I feel like this is one of the catchier uh, songs that, but still so much interesting stuff going on in the instrumentation. I keep listening back and I'm like hearing more and more. Like I love the... Uh, how yeah there's that interesting synth sound like the do 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 and then in the uh 
second verse, it's like a little high organ that's like, I miss so much, and then it like keeps going higher. In that second verse, I missed my little boop 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 thing, but that organ was cool. And then the boop 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 came back, and I was I was like, I hello old friend, it's good to see you again. Yeah. Um, and this is but one scene of many. Actually, the song right after Brown Shoulders might be my favorite. Uh, I love that one. And I love the line on here when he said something about the ops couldn't fuck with me. The only foe is because we know the only foe is white supremacy. Um, and he talks about my mama. This is I'm fighting. This is why my mama had me talks about his grandma and like you know mm-hmm. carrying on what why they uh why they brought him here the legacy and, uh, s- yeah and so this is a very broad reaching album and very beautifully written i uh i'm excited to even spend some more time with it myself uh because i've listened a couple times but there's a lot going on and it goes to a lot of interesting places. And I recently added two albums to my top 10. And wow. this was one of them in the number nine spot. And uh, Nasimi U Potions was the other one. And so, yeah, this has been a recent favorite that I've been listening to and want to continue to listen to more. Uh, so that was McKinley Dixon with swinging from for my mama and anyone who looked like her out now on space bomb luke i've talked about collaboration and partnership all day yes and there is no greater partnership than brotherhood and i know that because i am an only child exactly the lawrence brothers taught us this uh the russo brothers uh who are some other famous brothers (laughs) But we we know this brotherhood, this great gap in your life that you've never recovered from. That that it's a hole in my heart to this day. And uh, David and Peter Brewis of Field Music would agree that brotherhood is important. Oh boy, you look excited, Luke. I am. Uh, I love their, some Field Music. After their 2018 album, Open Here featured a larger live band to cover the variety of arrangements, and 2020's Making a New World, uh, was, which was one continuous piece with synchronized visual arrangement, the pair wanted to work together on an album where the only goal was to play and have fun. Hell yeah. Working on this album in late 2019 at the Paris studio in England, they did... Uh, they did recordings and kind of songwriting sporadically between rehearsals and touring. But guess what happened after late 2019? Uh, 2020, which ruined everyone's plans. I'm thinking something like a pandemic. Exactly. Uh, so both Peter and David experimented with a looser version of already written material, combining songs about loss and grief with upbeat melodic production. Today I'll be playing the lead track of that project, which comes from influences including Studio Ghibli, a Cary Grant documentary, and an excess of wine, all culminating in a hallucinogenic treatise on memory and guilt, all while maintaining a flowy, upbeat, dreamy sound. So here's field music with Orion on the street.
damn brotherhood gotta give that a lordy lordy very gordy that song was great and funky and so much going on just like i was just talking about mckinley dixon with all the interesting instrumental switch-ups these these guys are the kings of that Mm -hmm. and so i had heard this band before and then 2018 when they switched their sound uh, I was blown away by it and loved it, and I love what they're doing here, keeping that going. They've really uh, made their mark on it, the sort of like funky but angular, uh, interesting switch-ups throughout. I loved it so much. Good stuff. And I've been neglecting this album, and I need to check it yeah, out. Yeah, it's now. really good. This is a good, this tees up the album really well. Like You, you kind of know what to expect, but it takes you on some fun places. And I did say when I shouted this out, Flat White Moon, that's what I call my butt. That's what people would point at me and say, Flat White Moon, it's, Flat White it's Moon. It's true. I've done it. no butt. And it would, yeah, I know. You were, I think, the one who started yeah, it. And well, I've never forgiven you for call that. Call it how I see it. That was Field Music with Orion on the Street from their album Flat White Moon, out now, courtesy of Memphis Industries. Speaking of flat white moons, I uh, I've got uh, what now we're back there. I've got what they called two big old bee stings because they've started to sting, and I do like how it's swollen my rump to be voluptuous, but I don't like the venom coursing through me. I can't call you a flat flat white moon anymore because uh, scrumptious scrumptious lumps. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm just gonna embrace it. I'm just gonna let it, let him sting me, you know, just like Angelina Jolie did in that famous magazine cover where she was covered in bees, like 10 of them. And I'm, I'm just gonna let them surround me. Come to me, my children. Yes, they're gathering. So let me get into my last song now. Now, I'm going to leave us with a lovely song from, you guessed it, a duo. We've had, we started with double duo, now we're ending with a single duo. And this is a Dublin duo. And this band is made up of songwriter Morgana McIntyre and harpist slash arranger Gemma Doherty. What a great Irish name. Ha, huh, Gemma Doherty. Bringing a harpist to the mix. I like it. I'm excited. Yeah, Harpist is always good. And they've released five singles from the new album. One features Lisa Hannigan, who is great. Do you know her? Uh, she used to play with Damien Rice back in the day. And uh, her solo work it's, is good, yeah, too. Yeah, that's familiar. Yeah, she's a gr- another good Irish singer-songwriter. And the new song they just released, Manchester Air, is also really good. And it's about like a couple dealing with an unexpected pregnancy and it's uh it's really beautiful song but the one we're gonna hear is called oh my god oh canada and morgana had this to say about it oh my god oh canada is about the intricacies within your most cherished and complicated relationships it's about not knowing where the line is finding yourself on the wrong side of it and spending months trying to find your way back to the right place it's about saying too much and at the same time Nothing at all. Giving too much of yourself in one moment, but not showing up when you're needed most. I wrote it about wanting to be a better friend, but knowing I never would be. So let's take a listen to Saint Sister with Oh My God, O Canada. Yes, I bet you're tired of talking 
You know, I joked about bringing a harp, but uh, that harp performance was awesome. I'd like to hear more songs have harps because it was really nice and delightful and brought like a really cool string sound that uh, you don't hear so often. So I liked that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the harp throughout, and I love how it starts very minimal with just their harmonies going on, beautiful harmonies. And Mm -hmm. then it builds and builds. You got the harp and all that awesome instrumentation, like the orchestration coming in. And then when it ended, I forgot there's that little bit at the end. I was sort of like... It's a fake out, yeah. Okay, this is just sort of atmosphere. Yeah, it's like sort of atmospheric. And then those strings come in, you're like, whoa! Um, And I I love the lyrics and the sort of meaning behind it that she was talking about, um, like... 
talking about how you're giving of yourself and then not showing up and like the person being like, well, you're the one who disappeared on me. That idea of wanting to be a better friend, knowing that you never will be. And that's what life is all about. And she says something about this is the show. And that's what I was thinking. I'm like, so life is all about is just trying to be better, knowing that you probably never will be, (laughs) but at least you're trying. So Mm -hmm. there you go. This is me trying, as Taylor Swift once said. The great, the great um, G Swift. This, uh, this was cool. I, you said this is only the first five singles, so there's more coming too. Well, there's five singles out right now. Okay, so that's a good. I mean, if this album's ten songs long, that's half the album right there. Yeah, but this could be an EP, and it'd be um, good. Like, so I'm, I'm excited for more. Right. And that's what every song I hear, they just released that new one, Manchester Air, and every new one I hear, I'm like, okay, I'm getting more excited for this album. Uh, So that was Saint Sister with Oh My God, Oh Canada from Where I Should End out June 25th. And I'm very excited. This band is new, and I'm excited to hear what they do. Didn't mean for that to rhyme, but it did. All right, we got one thing left to do, and that's talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts. Luke. What's up? Don't shout. The bees are so angry. Oh, yes. Just, we'll do some some whisper shouts. No, just, just normal voice. No, no shouts. Okay, okay. So, shouts to Mareba uh, with Azeb and... Uh, I don't really know much about it, but I feel like I've heard her name before, and the album cover was cool, so I'm shouting it. Uh, Black Midi with Cavalcade. Hey, you know the uh, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> guy from Black Country New Road told someone that he loved them in front of Black Midi. <laughs> That's a lyric in one of their songs. He says, when I told you I loved you in front of Black Midi. So that's a fun fact there. Um, also, A.G. Cook uh, is releasing Apple versus 7G. I didn't know there was 7G. I it's thought like, it stopped at 5. We skipped 6? Yeah. Right. Keep it down, the okay. bees. You just rile them up. Um, but it's his uh, remix album of his song, of his album Apple, which came out last year. And the remix I heard with Charlie XCX was very fun, very cool, good stuff. So, check that out. What you got, Kev? Uh, we have a couple uh, posthumous releases this week. David Bowie with The Width of a Circle. This is a uh, double yeah. LP of 21 unreleased tracks. Um, that's That's cool. There's always... You know, 70s era Bowie yeah, is... always love new yeah, Bowie. Yeah, that's just that's cool. Yeah. We also have DMX with Exodus, the album he was working on uh, before he passed away earlier this year. So that'll be something to, oh. to definitely listen to and check out. And yeah. finally, we have Kelly Lee Owens with Inner Song Remix Series. So a remix of her fantastic Inner Song from last year. All right, so I uh, started letting the bees cover me like Angelina Jolie, and uh, I think I'm their queen now. They uh, they keep like bringing me bringing me gifts and things. They're they're making honey all over me. I uh, I think I need to get out of here. <laughs> I this is not a safe environment for me. No. I think we need to just run out to my backyard and you can hose me down. And uh, hopefully the rest of the guests and you, we can all get out of here safe. Now, but Luke, I think listen. we need to make a run for it. I know you're panicked, but we do have obligations. A little bit. Can you please tell us about our three daddies? Oh, you're right. The three daddies that birthed me on this B-Day. Uh, we're a Planet Amp podcast. Powered by Pinecast, head over to planetamppodcast.com 
Check out all the great shows there. Big Dead Energy. We just crossed over with them. Check them out. Also, She's Good and uh, Fan to Fan Detroit just did a crossover as well. Let's check that out. And uh, I'm bummed I'm going to be out of town for it, but the Detroit Women of Comedy Festival. Amazing lineup. Mama's Boy, the group with Jamie Moyer, Naima Funk, uh, Mary Beth Monroe, others. Mark Evan Jackson's going to join them, and that's just scratching the surface. So you'll hear a commercial for that at the end. Also, offshelf.net, check it out. It's on the internet. I got my Sophia Kennedy interview, more to come. So that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying, don't go chasing waterfalls or bees. Okay, we're going to get out of here. Just everybody move very slowly no sudden move no! 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 not the bees not the bees <laughs> best song ever this has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast powered by Pinecast Hey folks, guess what? The Detroit Women of Comedy Fest is back, baby! We're going to be streaming across Planet Ant's channels on June 4th and June 5th. That's their Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, you get it. There's going to be so much funny stuff. We're talking sketch, stand-up, podcasts, live stream, workshops, special guests. Head over to DetroitWomenOfComedy.com to find out how you can join the fun. Yeah.